Do you want an amazing marriage? Are you ready to take your marriage to the next level? Then stick around for your Marriage Matters podcast with Marriage Coach Lynn. Let's put some fun and sizzle into your relationship. How do we create a great marriage? That's the topic for today. When two people get married, they enter a process of creating a whole new relationship. What does it take? How do you do that? Does it naturally happen? I'd like you to answer three questions before we get started. Number one, what is the reason you got married? Number two, what was the feeling you had when you got married? And number three, what was the circumstance of your engagement? In other words, who asked who? What was the situation and location? Those are important questions to answer. There are three main reasons people get married. This is not a comprehensive list and you may or may not identify. Many people have a combination. Number one, hormonal reasons. This is ordinarily seen in couples who take a very brief time in getting to know each other or who are strongly attracted to each other at the exclusion of not having comprehensive knowledge of their partner. Number two is mental. The couple feel they have similar expectations and are embarking on the same direction in life. Number three is because their friends got married or they're getting older or they felt broken and that the other person could rescue them from loneliness. There wasn't too much thought put into the relationship. They felt it was time to get married. The couple might encounter difficulties that are hard to navigate when marrying for this reason number three. Marrying for hormonal and or mental reasons allows for a marriage to thrive later on. But couples can work through all three situations, all three different types. We come together in order to form a partnership. This partnership must be created. The best way to start this creation is from a bigger picture view or the top-down approach. Another way of saying it is to consider your big rocks. Imagine you have rocks, stones, and pebbles. What are your big rocks? What are your values, priorities? What's important to you? What does life mean to you? Why are you here? What is your mission and how does your spouse fit into that mission? Do you know the answer to those questions? Have you thought about those questions? What is your future spouse's objectives? How do you view faith, happiness, family? What do you think about children? When we see divorce, we think, well, maybe they married the wrong person. That might be true, but it's also true that maybe you didn't have the commitment for marriage. Maybe you weren't ready. Maybe you married for the wrong reasons. Maybe you didn't know your spouse well enough. Maybe you had problems communicating or understanding each other. Maybe you never connected. Maybe you weren't the right person. I want to emphasize like I did in the Before You Get Married series, episodes 20 through 23, that before you get married, observe your partner's behavior in the following areas. Does he or she hold a grudge? Do they forgive? Do they apologize? Do they get angry? Do they get angry easily? Do they let go of their anger? Can they demonstrate and express gratitude and appreciation? If your partner falters in these areas, he or she might have a hard time connecting with others. Does your partner take in information visually? Is he or she more auditory? How about kinesthetic? 
Visual people take in a lot of information through their eyes and when talking on the phone might use phrases such as, look at this, how you see things is different from how I see things, show me what you mean. You'll spot an auditory person if they tell you they like to listen to books on tape, podcasts, recordings, have a love of music, and like to talk things out. Read some of their emails or notes that they've sent you and determine what words they use to describe things. Do they use the words tell, listen, and hear? Ask someone what they plan on doing this weekend and if they say spend time in their hot tub, gardening, physical activity, and spending time outside, you might have a kinesthetic person on your hands. If you ask a kinesthetic person how they're doing, they might say, I'm feeling good today. If you give them a plant or roses, they will touch it and smell it and interact with it in a body level. Then maybe they'll take a step back and look at it. Many of us tend towards one of the types, whether visual, auditory, or kinesthetic, but no one is 100% of one type. We are a blend of all of them. Why are these three types important? Because this helps you understand how your partner experiences the world. If you know how they might respond, it's very helpful when problems arise. You are able to better connect and communicate with your spouse if you can reach them at their preferred style. Some couples don't really understand each other, but knowing these styles can help. What is fascinating is that we try to reach our partner based on our preferred style. The same is true of love languages. An auditory wife might feel her husband launches mainly complaints and criticisms. A visual wife looking for affection just needs to be told she looks good once in a while or complimented on an organized house. But the husband misses opportunities because he isn't linked in to her visual style. Determine how your spouse responds to the world and most of all, to keep a good connection, maintain a good attitude. Insert humor into your life. Humor can diffuse the tough times. It de-stresses and de-escalates tough situations unless your spouse is always constantly using humor in serious situations. The two secrets to creating a solid marriage are one, know your spouse's preference for responding to stimuli. Cater to that preference. If you connect at the brain and heart level, your partner will feel a familiarity with you. We like people we are familiar with who are familiar to us at an emotional level. Make your spouse that person. Two, accommodate your spouse's rhythm, emotionally, mentally, and physically. What do I mean? Hold back on bombarding your spouse with your thoughts or feelings the minute you are reunited. Instead, gauge your partner's emotional and mental state. When you are in tune with your spouse, you will feel a connection. Avoid placing demands on your partner, which can cause stress and interrupt your partner's flow. Have fun and make creating a fulfilling relationship a priority and you will make your marriage great.